Welcome to the Healing for the Soul podcast with this being season number four, episode number 23. I am your host, Robin Stoltman, and today I have my guest, Amy Ballantyne, who is a life coach and a wellness coach on the show talking about the priority of ourselves. So before we get started, remember every week I feature different guests to help you become the best version of yourself through different methods you may not have heard of or thought of. So let's get started. Thank you so much, Amy, for being here. I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So what is your specialty and who do you like to work with? Hmm. I would say my specialty is working with women, uh, especially moms, but doesn't have to be moms. Women who are struggling with a lot of stress, overwhelm, burnout, and putting themselves last constantly. Uh, they want to, they're ready to make a shift. They're tired of living in that someday I'll be better. Someday I'll, I'll feel good in my clothes. Someday I'll go outside for a walk. You know, someday I'll, I'll get things together. Those are my uh, ideal people to work with because I love helping them connect to those things in themselves, those uh, parts of themselves that bring out the joy, uh, the calm and uh, connect to confidence and have time for the things that really matter. I like that, especially mm -hmm. as a mom myself, being busy, you get a lot of different things. And it's like, at least said a little bit earlier is if I write it down, it gets done. If it doesn't get wrote down, it doesn't get done. Yes. Yes, that's it. That is an incredible strategy. So what is the best way for people to contact you who are just tuning in and may have to catch the show later? Mm -hmm. So your your great uh, uh, video here has my website on it. Uh, that's probably the easiest way, amyballantine.com. But I'm also on pretty much all the social media platforms as well, uh, primarily being Instagram. Uh, but anywhere that you reach out, you will hear from me after. Awesome. So who or what inspired you to do the work that you do? Mm, thank you. So I have known for my whole life that I wanted to help people in their wellness. Uh, that has been my journey for as long as I can remember. And it actually stemmed from the fact that my mom actually lost both of her parents before she was 10. And so I grew up missing out on that relationship with my grandparents. I would never hug them, kiss them, hear stories, hear about their life. I would never know them. I would never have that connection with them. And it was in those times, actually, hearing my mom talk about the fact that they were gone, that actually fueled in me this crazy, huge desire to want to live long enough to be healthy enough, to live long enough, to be a great grandparent, and to be able to make those memories, to have those experiences, to be with those people down the road in my life, unlike what I experienced, mm -hmm. to have that time and that space. And that's really what's been fueling me. And it's actually this crazy vision I've had in my head of being this rocking great granny able to bowl. And I'm not sure why I chose that particular activity back when I was a young person. Like 
a ch- like a young kid, I chose this idea of of wanting to be healthy enough to be able to and mobile and not in in crazy amount of pain, right? To be able to bowl yes. with my great grandkids, and so that's one of the things that fuels me and has fueled me with really for so long is helping women like us to really take care of ourselves, to fuel ourselves, to fill our cup. Because I know firsthand, I'm sure you would agree that when we're feeling feel fueled and filled and feeling really good, we're far more effective in our work. We're, we're far better in terms of how we show up the way we really want to show up for our families, for our significant others. And we know now that epigenetics, the research shows that our lifestyle now dramatically impacts how our future rolls out, how our health rolls out, our mindset, all of these things are connected. It's so, so awesome, right? So this is kind of the driving factor for me. That is really powerful. I didn't, I don't know very much about epigenetics. I just Mm -hmm. know that I've heard some people talk about and they're like, it's starting to make more of a way of now. And I'm like, I don't understand all of it, but what I do get bits and pieces, it sounds really amazing as far as like how, so like I understand like the generational curses, like the generational trauma, like I understand that on the, on the mm-hmm. hypnotherapy mind level side of it, mm-hmm. but it's like, I know like the epigenetics, if I understand correctly, that's adding like the DNA portion of it and like our blueprint of how we get here and like how that affects us. Well, it's, it's looking at the, the, the long-term belief was that our DNA is what will happen to us down the future. Meaning if you, if your family had cancer, you were likely to get cancer, but now the epigenetics is showing us that our lifestyle impacts our future as well. So you're not just, destined to have cancer because someone in your family tree did how you live your life right now that how healthy you eat the water you intake how you deal with stress all these components of our life help us long term and that i think is so exciting it doesn't it means that that you can shift and let let go of this this thought that we're like kind of doomed to a certain path right and that's exciting. That is, that is a lot more exciting. Cause I'm like thinking like all the things that I was told and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. It's like one of my beliefs has been is that, yeah, I have, I have the signs of the breast cancer because it was in the family and people are like, what well, skips generations and all that. And I'm like, but I can either choose to accept it or I can choose to say, you know what, I'm going to do better than that. And I'm not going to have it. I'm going to refuse it. So that's what I've done. And I'm like, that's what I did when my doctors said that I was going to die after I had five C-sections in a row. And the last two I was supposed to die at, and I'm still here. And I'm like, I think I'm a hundred percent sure the mindset is overriding what, what people are cursing me with instead, because we can curse each other with our words. So I'm like, I, I, I like that part of the epigenetics. So yeah, that is, that is, is very fascinating because yeah, our lifestyle is huge and you would yes. know that even more on the wellness side. Yes. Oh, but yes. like, oh, there's so many. Yeah, so think things. about how good you're doing by, by mm-hmm. taking care of your mind and 
as you add those wellness components to it, such cool research on how we can impact our genes even by our lifestyle, by our mindset. It's so very, very cool. That's awesome. I'm going to have to look more into that because, yeah, that, um, like I said, a little bit about, a um, little bit before we started the show, I'm like, yeah, I started picking up different things that people have been telling me on the podcast and I've been applying it because I'm like, well, why should I just share the information? And this is for our all of our listeners or our viewers. If you're just listening to the information and you're not doing anything with it, you're basically not doing yourselves any favors because I started applying them and there's a huge difference. Like something as small as a banana. Mm -hmm. There's people that are like, you have to eat organic. And there's some people like, there's no difference. There is a difference in the taste of a banana that's organic versus non-organic. There's, I don't know what the difference was. But but also it's like the amount of chemicals you're putting into your body impacts your cells at such a huge level. So I like to say where you can make the shift because economically everyone maybe can't, but if you can choose instead of one of the dirty dozen, choosing one of those things to be an organic option, that's like moving the needle in a healthy way. That's so great. Yeah. And that's what I'm like, if you can do one thing that helps move it and then over time, it's like, it's not so bad. But yeah, I just thought that was so interesting. You know, like just the difference in the banana, like the taste of it. And I didn't get sick afterwards because typically I get Mm -hmm. sick after eating bananas and I didn't get sick. And I'm like, huh, there must be something with this organic. Cause I'm like, I'm always working on my mindset and I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm doing all this mindset work. And then the one day after like, all the different podcasts. I'm like, you know, I really should be applying the physical and like the food part of it now because my mindset, yeah, that's going to help me live longer, but the food I eat and like the exercise, that's going to determine how long I live too. Yes. It's all in there. It's all together. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the beauty of it. So then is that what you're doing with your yes. life coaching part and the wellness? It's just like, you're just like a whole Adding like the whole picture. Yes. That is awesome. So then in this, what type of services do you provide for women or offer them in what it is that you're doing to get that whole picture? Thank you. Yeah. So um, I have one-to-one coaching. So when people want, uh, you know, to have that individual time and I am not a person who has uh, like, this is the process that everybody follows. I am a person who looks at what are the things that are working well for you, Robin? What are the, what are all the pieces that are working well? And what are the areas that you want to see improve? Because just because a program, let's say a certain diet, for example, works for somebody if you already have components in your life that are working well, why would I, why would we change that? <laughs> that doesn't, yeah, it you doesn't know make what works best, right? So it's, it's working on the pieces of your lifestyle, your 
mindset of you, as you, as you have mentioned, your beliefs, the different pieces that you want to shift and focusing on those. So I don't believe in a one size fits all. And that's where things like my one-to-one coaching were really focused and specific on you. Now I'm super pumped because I have a new program that's launching uh, very, very soon. And it is this someday to today membership around group coaching. So it's making coaching more accessible for more people. Some people just don't have the means and able to do one-to-one coaching. So it's a way for not only for them to get that coaching and support in that group environment, but they also get that community feeling. They get that connection and realization that we are not alone. Thinking these challenges, having these different things, you know, around why writing stuff down can be very powerful and learning from each other in that sense of community as well. That, you know, someone else had this experience. Maybe I'll try it out. Maybe I'll throw that away because it didn't work for me. I'll try something different in a space of encouragement and celebration. So I'm really about helping women who, and I'm generalizing here, but my understanding of, of many women is that we we don't see the things that are around us that we're doing every day. We don't celebrate them enough. So that's one no. of the biggest muscles that I'm helping women to strengthen. And that is a huge fuel. It is like supercharged ignition fuel for inspiration and motivation to do the things that you want to keep doing to move the needle forward when you are celebrating all the good things you already are doing versus going down the spiral of beating ourselves up, right? So group coaching, one-to-one coaching. I also do nutritional support as well for individuals who have that uh, piece of the puzzle that they want more support in. But as I said, because it's not a one size fits all, I can pull the pieces in to support each individual in the areas that they need. I like that a lot, especially because I'm like, yep, that's me. It's um, I do everything else. And then I completely do not celebrate any of the times that I do it, even the small ones. And I'm like, I'm, I know like the significance of it, but as a woman, for whatever reason, having, having all these babies doing all these things that we do, the breastfeeding, like the whole nine yards, for whatever reason, we're just like, that's nothing. We think that it's something good enough because it's not. Yep. Yeah, that's one that I'm just like, I need to remind myself of that, that not many people are willing to do the work that I've done, you know, to, and I'm just like speaking on myself specifically because of all the things I have done, but it's like, not everybody's willing to do this. And it takes that special person to just say, nope, I'm done. I'm going to do this. But then having a group coaching program, like what you mentioned, that would make it even more powerful because we do need those little reminders. And I noticed that on your website that you were very focused on accountability, which is huge problem for, for both sexes. Yes. Everyone. (laughs) It's, it's huge. That's why I'm like, even myself, I have my own, I don't call it a checklist, but it's my success list because I'm like, I know the things that I need to do or not need, Mm -hmm. but I, I know the things that, that you must will do. help me get to where I need that I want to go. Yes. But it's working on changing that 
because I don't like the to-do list. To me, it's like, no, I like the success list. This will help me be successful. I do this list, this equals success. And if I get half of it done, I'm like, it's a successful day because I did something to move towards it. I would even challenge you that with each one, that only one needs to be a celebration. One oh, thing true. That is true. And let that be the fire, right? The yes. celebration, the fire. We're so much more likely to be ticking things off, whatever strategy you're following, success list, mm -hmm. checklist, day plan, whatever, we're more likely to do the things that will move the needle if we're being kind and caring and supportive and compassionate and loving and cheerful and all the things toward ourselves. Right? It's true. We get better right? when we do those things with our children, when we're like that with our, our significant others, when we are spreading that kind of energy the results are awesome when we choose True. to do that with ourselves look out but so often we're down on ourselves we're negative i didn't do this i didn't eat that fruit i didn't yada 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 so that leads me to one of my questions because it sounds very similar so do you typically work with women or do you notice a lot of women struggle with the not good enough in this area because they're not celebrating those wins? Yep. <laughs> yes. I'm not alone yes. on that. Then. You're not alone. I mean, like, that's part of my own journey, too. Like, we, it, and that's what I love watching. I, I like, I really call myself a witness to this journey, being with people in the coaching. I'm just asking questions. I'm, I'm shining the light, I'm peeling back the layers and helping these people to see what they're saying to themselves, what they're thinking to themselves, what they're saying out loud, the actions that they're taking. I'm just helping them to see with more clarity. Wait a second. Number one, I am doing pretty awesome. Yes. Like when I actually peel back everything, I am doing pretty awesome. Right. And mm -hmm. are the stories that I'm telling myself true? And these aha oh, moments, like, no, like the majority of them are not true. Right? No, they're not. So and getting that's the more hard part is mm -hmm. dealing with that. So you help women deal with that part of themselves that are just like, I'm not doing what I need to, what I should be doing. The we should ourselves, and we're not supposed to should on ourselves. But you know, <laughs> okay. like, we know all of these different things. So it's like it's being able to help people, helping women break through this cycle of the, the not good enough and then having that connection with other women. Because I definitely saw that on your website. You are very much connection oriented, which is awesome because to me, it's like, that's what we need. All of us women yeah. really need to come together yeah. and be like, hear us roar and not like in a roar, like in a whatever roar like burn our bras type of thing again we don't need to go back that far but i'm just saying i think that that would help because the energy of women lifting each other up yes and there's a big difference like i noticed that i don't know um i think that's where your group coaching that the membership that you're doing i think it's going to be absolutely amazing because i can definitely see like when you have more women to hold each other up accountable and be like yeah you got this. 
that's where the yes. magic really does happen because you get the energies off of other people. Mm-hmm. And then that's when it's like, okay, I can do this and yeah. empower each other. That's what I like. That's like, I love seeing like that passion and like that drive of like all of us get together and we're just like, no, we can do it. I yes. started noticing that um, on TikTok, there's this one mom who does like the homeschooling and the way she's been educating people just about like the homeschooling part. I'm like, you know what? She's right. I had a baby. I know how to take care of my kids, but yet why should I have somebody else do it? Like I know how to do it. Like I know how to give them those skills of the cooking and the cleaning and the, and all of that, that the school doesn't teach. That's a necessity to live. And I'm not saying anything bad about school. I'm just saying in general. So then Yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I feel extremely confident that I can make homeschooling work because it doesn't have to be just eight hours in a desk. It can be little bits here and there. So it's like, it was amazing. I'm like, I'm confident about this. So are there different signs that a woman may feel before she's disconnected, like from other people? Mm -hmm. Like, not just like the, I'm not talking just like the homeschool part I just mentioned. But just like when they start to feel disconnected from other people in general, like, mm-hmm. are there different signs that a woman needs to be like, okay, I need to get help to like, seek yeah. Help? yeah, the, there's a, a few different things and mm-hmm. it's going to look different for most people. That's like, so generalizing, I would say really, really overwhelmed like super overwhelmed, really stressed by, you know, how you said children and work and dealing with that, like your, your older family members having different things happen and all of this layering on and feeling just so overwhelmed and alone would be a time to reach out. Um, Like they've tried everything for their wellness and nothing's worked. Nothing is, is, helping them stay accountable, stay uh, the course of those small actions that that they get to take every single day to move themselves forward. Um, Feeling really unhappy. I had a a consultation yesterday with someone who just, just is so unhappy and, but ready to step out of that right? So coaching Mm -hmm. isn't therapy. It's that, but when there's that moment of, okay, I'm, I'm ready to take action. I'm ready to move forward today. I'm going to focus on today and these steps I can take today. That's when coaching can really help for people. And I would agree with that. Cause it's like, when you're ready for that, that next step of, Mm -hmm. okay, I need somebody to help me hold accountable. That's Mm -hmm. what I've noticed. Like I'm in an accountability, my group, I am in one myself for an accountability group. And it's like, for whatever reason, it works. It doesn't necessarily pertain to the work that I'm doing, but it works. Like having that other person be like, okay, we get this done and it works. And it's like that accountability, the connection, like I really noticed, like I said, come out of your website, like, 
I was like, okay, I was able to pick that up like instantly, like when I went there and I'm like, that is helpful to know that. And then I seen that you have self-care tips as well on mm -hmm. the, on your website. So can you tell me more about that? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I talk about when it comes to self-care is helping people to notice so much of, a, of life is about being more aware, but to notice the times that they're already doing self-care and one, celebrate it, notice yes. it, be aware of it, actually be present with it. So I know with lots of moms who are new moms, having a shower is like the thing that we just like crave, right? Like if yes. I could just have a shower, right? When people are at that place, I want to invite people in that place to really be in that moment. And I don't just mean like, like scrub harder. I mean, really actually touching the arms, touching the legs and actually saying, you know, I'm so grateful for my body. I was just, this body was able to help me have a baby. I'm showing myself love. I'm showing myself care. I'm enjoying this shower. I'm enjoying feeling clean. I'm enjoying the few minutes for myself, like being so present. So not just rushing through the act of having the shower, but being so present that there is actually joy felt in it. And this like is what I would invite people to notice, like while you're brushing your teeth, you know, we live in a place where we have the means to brush our teeth. So like, I'm so happy. I'm proud of myself. I'm taking this time for me. I'm do a couple squats while you're in there. Now you're multitasking, right? Like <laughs> this is self-care. Like, you're caring. How does your physical body like to be treated and feel? Do those things yeah. for it. You don't have to go away on a girl's weekend retreat for her to have self-care. You don't have to have a beautiful bubble bath with candles and scents and smell. Like, that's great. Yes, please. But if you're not doing those things, that doesn't mean you're not doing self-care, right? That's that's very true because there is that stigma about, like, how mm -hmm. self-care is, like, the bubble bath and all this other <laughs> stuff. And it's like, doesn't have no. to be. No, it, it really doesn't. Like. I've noticed like for myself, like the simplest self-care I can do. And I notice the days I don't miss it or I, I don't have it. I should say mm -hmm. is when I'm not reading my Bible for at least 15 minutes. Yes. Yes. I'm like, my whole day is just like, and I was asking myself, like I knew my mom had her surgery last week. So I know that that has thrown off a lot. I tell you just that missing those little bit of hours made a difference. That's but your self-care. Like, yeah. It is. And being able to have that 15 minutes, it's like, I've been in such a, in a low energy state that I'm just like, what is going on? So I finally had to do it this morning. I'm like, okay, now I've got my energy. Now I understand the value of that little self-care part. And it's, you know, it, it's probably little because it's just 15 minutes, but I mean, like, Let's it's not still. downplay 15 minutes, friend. Let's not downplay that. Because True. if you take that 15 minutes every single day, and I'm not a mathematician here, so someone else can do mm -hmm. the calculation, but 15 True. minutes every single day times 365 is, is quite a bit of time. So yay. You. 
right? That's, yeah, that is true. And it feels good one too. Minute, one minute would be 365 minutes still, right? So let's not downplay true. the few minutes. I would say let's see the minutes and add to the minutes a little bit here and there and add to the minutes, right? That's true. That is like where that little bit adds up. Mm hmm. Yeah. That, that is very true for being able to have that self-priority. I, I like that part of it, you know, to really, to really be able to help. So how can women um, start making themselves a priority? Like with everything going on in life, we talked a little, we talked about like the bubble bass, like that's what people have the stigma. You need to bubble bass. You need all of this stuff. And you had mentioned about like the shower, being mindful in the shower, which I like because um, there's mornings I'm just like, I just want to hurry up and get done. And it's like, no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember that every time I have a baby, it's like, yeah, I just want five minutes alone. Just give me five minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I'd be so grateful for five minutes, and that's what I keep telling myself throughout the day. I'm like, you know, sometimes I've, I've actually come to this conclusion, and I was thinking maybe this might help um, women in general make themselves a priority you know, too, at the same time, like, get your thoughts on this is that we put ourselves first because then we put ourselves first, then everybody else can be taken care of. I started doing this with my kids because they're like, who's number one? They're kept like wondering. They're like, I keep saying I got to take care of number one first before I can take care of anybody else. And the kids kept asking me like, who's number one? I'm like, I'm number one because if I don't take care of me and my needs, then you guys aren't getting taken care of. And I, yeah. and because I've got toddlers, I'm like, okay, if mommy doesn't go to the bathroom, then I can't take care of you. It's exact same concept with our self-care. And I was like trying to understand the two myself, but I'm like, no, it is, a, it is in a way because if I don't take care of my bathroom needs, yeah. I can't do anything else because it's going to go all over at some point yeah. if I don't take care of so and, no, it could cause health concerns. and I would say, you know, I want to celebrate you because even though you have toddlers, I talk about this actually in the membership in mm -hmm. this idea of we get to educate the next generation, even as toddlers, yes. the way that we act right now and show up right now is they role model our behaviors and our words, right? But in yep. you taking time to say to them, mommy is going to the bathroom. I am putting myself first so I can be better and, and show up in the, my best possible way. Notice I didn't say for you because it doesn't always no. have to be set for someone else. Right. No. So I can be better. My best version of myself, as you said at the beginning of this podcast, so I can be better for everyone, for myself. So I can be the best version of me. I'm going to go to the bathroom right now. And it's, it's a, these small moments in life, but it's having those conversations. This is helping us to create the legacy we want, not yes. raising up a whole new generation of kids who put everyone else above themselves. Their needs don't matter. They're not enough because they're not doing everything for everybody all the time. No. We've got we're too much of that already. Up, yes. We're raising up a generation that sees that what, what feels good in your body so you can say the words, what feels good in my body is doing this. What feels good in your body 
you know, what do you need to feel comfortable and safe and, and feel happy today? What feel, what will make me feel happy is taking this 10 minutes to read the Bible. If that's the thing that makes you feel happy mm -hmm. and joyful and connected and loved and all the things, right? So it's starting that legacy conversation is I'm celebrating you for, for just having those few words. And I know it will change as the children grow older, the conversation, but if you start them now, Awesome. You're already on the journey of having the conversation. And I would say, how do you were, you asked, how do women prioritize themselves exactly in that? It doesn't have to be, again, this giant thing. It's often small things done consistently over time that actually help us to have the biggest difference in our lives. So one of the things that I did for me is recognizing that something that helps me feel really good and happy and feels helps my body is to have a smoothie in the morning. And so I choose the flavors. I might be making the smoothies, but I'm choosing the flavors and I'm choosing the flavor that I want because I'm putting me first about what flavor I want. And it's not about now my daughter will sometimes say, Hey mommy, can we have the peanut butter banana one? And I'll be like, mm, yeah, that feels good to me, you know, but most of the time, I'm choosing it and I'm making it right away so that I can enjoy that breakfast and something that feels good to me. And that is part of doing something for me and do other people benefit from me choosing to do something for me. Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. No, there right? isn't. There is, it's that subtle shift in, I, I am doing something for me and noticing all the times. I like that smoothie idea too. <laughs> I'm thinking that would be a great idea. Yeah. Great way to get um, like extra spinach in fruits and veggies. Yes. My, well, my, my one son, he won't eat bananas anymore plain after I made him banana shake one time. <laughs> He's like, you won't touch the bananas now. So they just sit there and turn black. And then I'm like, okay, now I got to make the banana shake because he won't touch them. Yep. Yeah, you can hide oh, in there. That's okay. That must be something that he's just like, this is what mommy does for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've enjoyed our conversation a lot. What is the best way for people to get in contact with you? Just one more time for our audience so they can mm -hmm. really get in contact with you. Because I think your group program is going to be absolutely amazing. I really do. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So I would encourage people to go to amyballantine.com backslash someday. That's where the, the program uh, is. All the details are there. Uh, on that website as well, there's a spot to grab a free uh, make yourself a priority guide with some of my top tips there. So I invite people to go and, and get that free guide and, and, and begin implementing me and, and implementing them and, and send me a message as to what things are exciting and, and helping you on your journey. Otherwise, on Instagram would be another opportunity opportunity and that's at Amy Valentine. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy. I really appreciate your time and your energy and same for our audience, either listening or ones who are viewing the podcast. I really appreciate your time and your energy as always. And thank you so much for tuning in to Healing for the Soul podcast. Make it a great day. Bye. Yay.